Alrighty, it's Jared from The Royal Joke here. Uh, Raptors and respect is what I want to talk about today. And uh, I know, I know we haven't had a lot of it and there is a, a lot of reasons why. Uh, we've constantly told that we're choking, we rely on two players too much, we're just a regular season team, we're not built for the playoffs. I get all that. And I know I'm not going to change too many minds preaching it right now, but I just want to make some people aware of what's actually going on in Toronto because I'm getting so frustrated uh, listening to ESPN pods and uh, the ringers and and uh, you know watching Sports Center and all this sort of stuff. And all the talk is obviously and rightfully so about Golden State and uh, about Houston and who else is a threat in the West. And when it comes to the East, it's straight to... Uh, Boston and they're just gagging on Cleveland and it's just, I feel very disrespectful for us. We are a changed team, they've changed their style uh, we're really fun to watch this year and uh, we are sitting first in the East at the moment uh, for the first time in club history at the All-Star break and we're two games clear now, if you haven't been paying attention, the Raptors this year decided to change their style. I was watching early in the season, and I didn't really like it. They said they were going to adapt kind of the Warriors kind of model, moving the ball a bit more outside shooting. Um, it really wasn't uh, what I thought would be our style. I didn't really like the direction they were heading in the first few weeks. Uh, but they've really picked it up and got it together. Um, seeing the ball go through so many hands, seeing guys on the bench, uh, you know, multiple... Uh, Guys off the bench scoring double figures. The points are spread, and uh, it's a lot more fun to watch than just uh, what we've been criticised for, which is just the Demar and uh, Lowry ISO show. Now, what's going to be great this year, if you haven't been paying attention, is it's a little bit like uh, like Happy Gilmore when he goes into that final round and he turns to shoot him a Gavin and goes, "Uh oh, Happy learned how to putt." Well, Demar's learned how to shoot. He's got some range. He's knocking down threes. I was watching the. Uh, uh, the sorry the uh, Charlotte game just a, a week or so ago, and uh, you know he was three of six from deep, and uh, Larry's four of nine, and that's quite a common occurrence. I've seen him drop uh, you know four of six a few times, uh, and they're not just bricks; they're always close if they're going in as well. He just seems to have that confidence where he's just stepping into his shot, and he doesn't have that uh, that weight on his shoulders and that sort of tag of him only being a paint player anymore. The next best thing about the Raps is actually what I'm even more excited about than uh, DeMar expanding his game is our bench. Um, mostly made up of guys that most uh, even commentators, I doubt, have really heard of, which could be a huge advantage of us come the postseason. You see someone like Siakam at the line and you're like, who's this kid? But he's actually a really long, uh, strong defender, has got some range, can knock down the three as well. Uh, but he's really handy for getting in on the glass, a really, really good defender, which is what we needed. And um, that's one thing that I've really noticed with this bench is not only are they coming onto the uh, the game and not just holding the lead, they're actually expanding the lead, they're extending it. There's so many times where they come on in the third, they blow the game out open, and it lets our starters sit on the bench for the entire fourth for no other reason than to give them a rest and reward the guys who got us into that position in the first place. I'm talking about guys like Siakam, uh, Nagera, Podal, Van Vliet has been huge, and this kid was undrafted out of Wichita State. Uh, was picked up by our 905, our D-League, G-League team, who, who won a championship last year, which is another thing no one's talked about. And um, has come into the lineup this year, and he is stroking it from outside. Uh, another guy who, you know, he gets his 15, 20 minutes a game, but he's a real spark, he holds his own, and he's uh, very good with the ball as well. His uh, assist-to-turnover ratio, just off the eye test, seems really good as well. He's not throwing the ball away too much. 
Uh, one guy who is worrying me a little bit, Norm Powell, I loved last year. He's still coming off the bench. Just seems to have lost a little bit of that uh, chip on his shoulder. He's not running downhill as hard as he used to. And um, I'm hoping this last third of the season he can pick that back up again. Now that bench... Um, Obviously, I was just went on about how much they're scoring. Also can defend. We've got some long guys on our team. Um, Siakam's long. DeLon Wright is really long. These guys can defend the perimeter, which is what the league's turned into these days. I was speaking to my brother recently, and he said when the Raps get to the postseason, he's worried we're not going to be able to score. And I said to him, well, we can defend. Uh, I think we've got the third best uh, uh, points allowed um, in the East, and we're actually second in the league in defensive efficiency. Um so very, very underrated there. Now, we've also got the strongest home court record. Uh, I think we're 20-4 and four or 21-4 and four at the moment in the entire league. So having this first seed could be huge for us. Um, that stadium is loud. It sells out every game. And uh, there's just a great atmosphere around the city. And uh, even here on the West Coast, there's still a lot of attention being played to the Raps. Another guy that doesn't get uh, nearly as much respect until this year, he finally got denied as the uh, all-star head coach, Dwayne Casey. He's got to be one of the top five coaches in the league. Um, He was so close, uh, I guess, six, seven years ago um, when we had a new GM coming, Uriji. I thought they were going to clean house. We were already starting to trade everybody, and this is when we started to turn the franchise around. I felt like when that GM came in, I was very excited because he'd done so well in Denver. Um, but I thought he was going to, you know, clear house and do the stereotypical, uh, you know, get his own guy in to be, uh, you know, the coach and all the staff there. Um, thankfully stuck with him and he's, uh, proved to be a great coach. He's a really smart coach, um, stands by his guys and, uh, was really the architect with Yurichi, uh, uh, about changing the direction that we're going to go as a club this year as to how we're going to be playing on the court. Now that's just a lot of the eyeball stuff, um, I've also noticed uh, what's been hugely beneficial this year compared to past seasons. Our first-round draft pick, OG Ananubi, has really been quite valuable. He's been a starting um, small forward for us. And um, who would have thought after coming off the knee surgery he had coming out of uh, Indiana that he was going to play such a pivotal role for us this year. But he's been great, uh, both on defense and... Um, He's lost a little bit of confidence lately shooting the three, I think, um, but still a very smart player, um, works well off the ball and um, uses a lot of our uh, guys that are slashing, cutting and finding them going to the basket, which is, uh, which is great from a team aspect. One more thing on defense before I get into some numbers. Um, we've also got some rim protection, which we didn't really have uh, even two seasons ago. Now that we've got uh, Serge, I know it's his... I guess his first full season here, second uh, playoff run, hopefully, anyways. Uh, he's helping protect the rim. He's uh, shooting well from outside as well. Um, Jakim Podol, a guy who I didn't think too much of last year, was quite raw, um, has been coming off the bench this year, even playing uh, starter minutes, really. Uh, quite a fundamental, great around the rim, um, is blocking a lot of shots, and uh, really making guys adjust their shots as they approach him going to the basket. So it's nice having a few big guys because we've also got JV, who's been the rock, who's been there for many years now. Um, if one or two of those guys get in foul trouble, we've still got options coming off the bench. So uh, I'm so thankful for that this year. 
Now, uh, that's mostly the eyeball stuff. Uh, as for numbers and analytics, just to sort of back up some of the stuff I've been saying, we're second in defensive efficiency. We're third in offensive efficiency. We're the only team in the league that is in the top four in both of those uh, positions. We're on pace for about 60 wins now, and we're two games clear on top of the East. Uh, our point differential is a plus uh, about 8.3 points per game, which is second only to the Rockets. Um on uh, 538's site, they do a lot of advanced analytics, and they're, um, they call it Carmelo stats, or the ELO stats. Um, their projections and where the teams are ranked uh, based on performance, how the players are playing, where they played, how much they won by, all that sort of stuff. Um, the Raptors, as of All-Star break, are at 1,692 points, which means they're actually the best in their team history. Um Better than past years, uh, now at the highest point we've ever been. We are at a stage where we're, um, at least according to them on traditional stats of those numbers, a, um, a late playoff, a late round playoff contender, um, not necessarily final. So I think that's sort of our benchmark. I'm not saying we're going to win it all, but I'm just saying that the Raps deserve a bit more respect if you look at what they've been doing. Um, now, with our ELO being that high, um, I mentioned it to one of my friends while talking about it, um, and just typical throwaway line of, well, they're in the East, that's too easy. Well, in fact, the Raps have had the third hardest uh, strength of schedule so far this season, and uh, four of the top six teams in that uh, ranking are in the East as well. So, I mean, they really have gone up against it. We've uh, had two big West Coast road trips already, had a winning record on the um, against Western teams. In fact, we've beat more Western Conference teams than anyone else from the East as well. Um, you know, we're here to run this year. Uh, things are different. I don't think people have been paying enough attention. It really frustrates me listening to, as I said, I mean, you know, listening to PTI the other day. Uh, sorry, not PTI. When I was listening to Round the Horn the other day, they said, oh, well, when they get to the playoffs, it's going to be the same thing all over again. It's going to be, uh, you know, ISO ball with DeMar, ISO ball with Lowry. The last seconds are going to come up, and Lowry's either going to have a uh, charge to the hoop and then try and fa- fade away and draw a foul and throw the ball in the air, and that's going to be the end of the game. Or it's going to go to DeMar. It's going to be a clear out. He's going to get to about 15 feet from the basket and then do a contested fadeaway and uh, clunk it off the back of the rim. The people who are saying this haven't been watching us this year. We have more options. We have guys that aren't afraid to shoot. We have some guys who are active on the offensive glass. There are guys that are underrated that other people don't know about that uh, can really have the hunger and to make a statement. We don't need to rely on just those guys. And they're well more rested as well. Some of the minutes Damar and Larry have played compared to past seasons is way down because of the leads we've built up earlier in the game. Anyways, going forward... Um, just today, I, I noticed there was a lot of talk about us uh, shopping for buyouts and uh, who's available and free at the moment. I know uh, Aaron Foley keeps getting popped up. This has been going on for a few days now. Um, I, I really like the consistency we have with this team. I don't want us to end up um, sort of messing with the chemistry of the team too much, bringing in a vet, who knows what's going to happen there. Um I mean, Flolo's aging. He's been a lot less efficient this year. I looked up his last few weeks in Orlando, and he's getting like four points a game, six points a game. It's not really going to change too much. And that's in 20 minutes, which is going to be minutes taken away from somewhere else. And as I mentioned, our our bench is just 
firing on all cylinders at the moment. That said, they did drop Richardson, who we uh, traded poor old Bruno for to the Kings uh, just a couple of weeks ago. Um, just dropped him back down to our uh, 905 D-League team. So I've seen they've made some room on the roster to be bringing someone in. So I feel like something is going to happen, but... Um, I don't know if there's anyone out there we could really uh, get at the moment that's going to make our team any better. Anyways, um, during the end of free agency, coming up to the the deadline, there was one more um, change that we were looking at making. We obviously traded uh, Bruno away for Richardson. Uh, I heard a lot of gossip of us trying to shop for um, or getting in the... DeAndre Jordan race. As I mentioned, we've got a lot of active guys on the boards. We've got active guys defending the basket. Jordan would be improvement to a couple guys, I'm sure. Um, but what was being thrown out there was maybe JV with a pick or something like that. And uh, I think that would have been really detrimental to us to uh, sort of rock our foundation there. I'm very glad we're sticking to the path. Now, uh, what are we? One third to go in the season I mean um, we're already on 41 wins at the moment Um, I just want to see us get enough to hold on to this number one seed Um, I am still very aware of uh, the threat that Cleveland is I by no means think we're better than them right now but I think that it's uh, not like before Boston, I don't know what's going on there. They've been really poor the last week or two. So those people jumping up and down about how Cleveland smacked Boston, I I think that's more saying something about Boston than how good Cleveland is at the moment. Um, But after that, I mean, it's a pretty tight race. Um, When we go into the standings, there's... um, Sorry. Get my pages mixed up. Um... You know, there's Washington, Indiana, Milwaukee, Philly, Miami. All of those would be great first-round matchups. Um, and then even in the second round, I can see all those teams being just as competitive with us. Um, all of them would have a chance to knock us off, I'm sure. Uh, there's no one I'd prefer to meet. But the point is, if we get first, we can avoid that Boston-Cleveland potentially. And... Um, hopefully see that uh, one of those two will rough each other up and, and give us a chance in that third round if we're good enough to make it far this year. That said, I remember two seasons ago when we had Indiana in the first round, a two versus seven seed, and that went to seven games. And then we had Miami the next round that also went to seven, and we ended up tripping into uh, Cleveland, and we actually went six games with them. But we're playing a game every second night, and this was for 34 nights in a row. So... Um, Hopefully we can uh, get through the first round a little easier this season. Anyways, I just wanted to uh, bring that to people's attention. If you haven't been watching the Raptors this year, uh, trust me, they're a lot more fun to watch. I really think you should uh, spend some time um, getting on League Pass, giving us a go, checking out our bench. We've got some really exciting kids. The future looks bright, even if it's not this year. Anyways, uh, if you have any questions, if you have any thoughts, please hit me up on uh, Twitter at The Royal Joke. And uh, thanks for listening.